This episode of Enchanting Aspects is brought to you by Alexander Mercury, C, and Kai. Thank you for being a patron. Enjoy the episode. excited for fall i'm you know what i'm also uh very excited for fall uh it's it's sort of because like every day is halloween when you're may Mm -hmm. so you know it almost feels like regular halloween is not gonna have that much of a punch this year because it's like you know it's hard it's hard to live up to the halloween that is my life yeah, but when the outside matches the inside, it, it's a it's a good mix all together, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what what fall looks like in in my new neighborhood. Me too, because I've only ever lived in a desert, and now I actually get to watch leaves oh. turn colors. Oh yay! That's excellent. Yeah, yeah I'm so excited. I yeah. love fall, and I've never really had a real fall. Yeah. In fall, let's make some hot chocolate. Has anybody ever tried to combine hot chocolate and tea? Has that worked yet? I'm sure they have. I could ask my roommate in the other room. They are a huge (laughs) tea fan. Someone's done it, I'm sure. I feel like, because I want both, you know? Just want, I'm impatient. I want it all. Um, What, you being impatient? Anyways, I love fall. I, you know, I'm, yeah, fall is, we, there are some like pumpkins uh, that like, at the grocery store near us, they're starting to sell pumpkins, and mm. they're forty nine cents a pound. But when we first read the sign, we were like, forty nine cents a pumpkin? What? <laughs> what a deal! Let's get them." But yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what what's gonna what we're gonna do for Halloween this year. I don't know if we if there's like a plan or anything. I don't know. I'm gonna be a wizard. Oh, you! Ha- I I do not have a costume. I'm I'm sorry to say. I'm determined. I didn't have a costume last year, but I'm determined to have a costume this year. I don't care what happens. I'm going to be a wizard, and even if I'm sitting alone in a made-up quarantine that might happen, I'm going mm. to be a wizard on Halloween. <laughs> Fair enough. I would love to have a costume. I just haven't. I just haven't. I haven't had a, co- mm-hmm. a Halloween costume in fucking years. Yeah, this will be the first time in a while, and I'm excited. Yeah. Um, welcome to Enchanting Aspects. <gasps> Ooh, you know what that means also? Next month we're going to have spooky aspects again. Oh, yeah. Is, did we? Cursed Aspects. Cursed Aspects. That was a month thing, wasn't it? That was a whole month thing, and I'm excited. Wow, I still okay. have I still have leftovers from last year that I haven't used yet. I, I never plan. I literally came up with my thing for this episode uh literally a a minute before i went on call with you uh and it was literally just me looking around my apartment and being like i could talk about that Mm -hmm. Uh, i can talk about uh (laughs) tissue paper uh (laughs) litter box (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so i don't i don't know exactly what i'm gonna be doing for cursed aspects but you know i can come up with something oh absolutely i trust you you haven't failed me yet 
I, considering how I uh, keep bringing horror things to the regular show, it's not- Yeah, like, year long. I think yeah. you're good. Yeah, I think I, I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, art. This is a podcast where we enchant your aspects, we appreciate the little things in art, and we kiss your kitties. Welcome to Kiss Your Kitties. Uh, uh, this episode is sponsored by ki- my cat, who's in the room with me. Love I- you, I was trying to come up with like a like a you know like a gimmick day, but like no day works with the letter K really. I don't. Oh. It's Kitty. kiss your kitties, Mun K. Oh, I see. Kiss your kitties. Kiss your kitties Sunday, Monday, Friday. Um, kiss your kitty day. What? Not. Uh, ha, hum, Not ha, I'm keeping that out of the podcast. It's like Jupiter only. Wow, okay. All right. Wow. This um, is a, this is an episode we're cutting a lot of stuff out. <laughs> the vibe of this episode is um The vibe of this episode is you don't get to hear half of it. We're just we're just rowdy today. Yeah. Um how I'm going to should I make a stupid idiot challenge and put a sensor beep in for every time we cuss in this one? Oh god. Is this the no swearing episode? Yeah, this is the no swearing episode. <laughs> except we can swear. I'll just bleep it out. Don't know why I'm trying cuz I just hate um hate swears. Hate swears. Hey, can you- I never swear in my life. Can, can I'm you- such a good little kid. Can you do me a favor personally? Mm-hmm. And when you can you choose cuz the like the like the long like tv sensor beep is annoying as fuck and i mm. i don't want to have that on our show if i can avoid it can you come up with something you know a little softer a little goes down smoother as how a about sensor? some kitty cat meows that would be great for kitty cat katuesday kitty cat katuesday um i don't know what day it is it's wednesday it's that? wednesday <laughs> my dudes um uh, so let's talk about my thing, I guess. Yeah. My thing. Yeah. We <laughs> we're a mess this episode. When are we not a mess? Um, our, it's perfect for our kid friendly episode, which uh-huh. is it. Um, but today I am going to be talking about somebody's home. Okay. All right. We're go. We're going home. We're going home. And Is this it gone particular home? <laughs> No. Um this particular home belongs to a robot. Okay. And it's a very small home. It's in a truck. I huh. I don't Oh, are you talking about Wally? I'm talking about Wally and Wally's happy little home inside of a truck. Okay. Alright. I really had to dig deep in my brain for robots that live in trucks. <laughs> but you did it. I did it. I got you know, I don't always get there, but I got there today. Um, so if you don't know what Wally is, <laughs> you. Um You always come out so aggressive when people don't know the thing you're talking about. You're right. I'm, Maybe I'm they sorry. just don't know. I'm I'm it's also a kitty meow, also. I'll yeah, know, it also know. is yeah, the, you don't yeah, you don't know if I'm swearing at Jed. I could be saying love you. Um. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that could absolutely be what Amy is saying. <laughs> if you don't know what Wally is, Wally is a Disney Pixar movie that 
is a post-apocalyptic um, world. Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> um, can we please? Um, the- <laughs> yeah, this is a hashtag post-apoptropica. Uh, <laughs> you gotta post a screenshot of Pop Tropica to your social Gosh. media account. One of these days, I'm gonna bring like the pet shop Pop Pop, Pop Tropica game as a thing because I miss uh, it. I want somebody to find it for me. Um, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting off track. Eight hundred years in the you, future. Can you please tag this the Twitter post hashtag post a Pop Tropica. Yeah, I'll do my best if I can spell it. Yeah. So, 800 years in the future, humans have abandoned Earth because it's littered with trash and global warming, and it's virtually unlivable. Um, and in an effort to clean up the Earth, they produce robots called Wallies that um, put, like, compact the trash into little cubes. And, um, and then eventually the plan was when all of the trash was compacted, they would incinerate it. But there was so much trash that they never got to that part and they just shut off the robots off, except for one. Um, and so this robot lived way longer than he's supposed to over centuries um, and he gained sentience and he gained feelings. And so I'm going to be talking about his house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very, very wonderful movie. Even if you're not that into animated movies, I heartily recommend it. It's beautiful such a good movie it's a good one i feel like you know like there's a a very real thing with uh disney and pixar movies that like they all like for uh what was it for the most it's a hypocritical movie it's a hypocritical that's not even what i was getting at actually uh even though that is correct but what i was getting at is that there's like um a sort of like especially nowadays there's sort of like a, a um each movie is a sort of like very thematically repetitious uh mm-hmm. in like there was a, a a trailer i saw for the movie luca which i guess is coming out on i don't know whatever it doesn't matter it already came out <laughs> who gives a shit point is i saw this trailer for this movie that is called mm-hmm. luca and uh it just summarized the plot of every disney movie yep uh, just ever and it was literally just five seconds of the main character's mom i think saying uh uh the world outside the ocean is dangerous and then the main <laughs> character immediately saying everything cool is out of the ocean <laughs> and it's yeah. just like th- um, thematically that is every disney movie yeah, I saw that movie, and it literally is just The Little Mermaid, like, essentially, or um, what, what other movie did they come out of the water? It's, it's like, it, it was cute, but it was so recycled, um, like, yeah. plot-wise. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I think, I think for Wally, like... Yeah, Wally, it, is di- it's Wally a, hits different. Wally hits different because of, I don't know, the... Wally is lovable. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it boils down well, to. Wally is lovable and honest, robots are a lot more lovable. Honestly, I um, think the reason why Wally works for me is because most of the time there isn't a lot of dialogue. Yeah, that's actually true. Um the first 
human dialogue doesn't appear until 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah, and honestly, once they get to the humans, the mu- the movie sort of, like, loses interest for me in a, in a yeah, good way. Yeah, it, it, um... The the first half of the movie where it's just Wally and you know okay uh, uh, slight spoilers for Wally which whatever it's a, just see it it's good um wow. but the first half of the movie where it's mostly just Wally and another robot Eva it's the vibe is very different from a normal Disney film mm-hmm. because of how isolated it is and because of how slow it is yeah um like. Every Disney animated movie is always action, 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 plot, plot, plot. We have to move the plot forward. But, you know, that first half is like, there is no moving plot forward. There is nothing to do. So we're just going to have fun, kind of. Yeah. Um, And I love that. Um, Which I want to talk more about, you know, Kuchihini movie, but I I really want to get to my thing first. Um, Yeah, we really went off on a thing. (laughs) Um, So Wally's house... So Wally lives in a Wally truck. That's literally what it's called. Um, it. Wally trucks were literally just giant trucks meant to transport all the different um, Wally robots to, and like they have um, they have a rotating um, sh- shelves unit on both sides that the robots would be contained in. Um, but because Wally is the only robot left he has converted this abandoned wally truck into his home and also his collections um so wally has never met a human um but has only seen like essentially fossils of them um he has seen movies on like he has like a old ipod that has a movie on it he's seen um pictures in magazines and stuff like that. Um, but essentially, Wally's home is just filled to the brim with um, human artifacts, which mostly he has no idea what they do. And, like, you you could see this in the film. Like, he when he shows um, his new robot friend, like, all the stuff he has, like, he doesn't really know what to do with it. Or if he figures out some way to interact with it, he's excited. Um, yeah, but it's, it's just, it's beautiful wonder and curiosity and also an appreciation for humanity, which is very rare in movies. Um, I mean, even though this movie is like a giant critique of, you know, humanity destroying itself because of big corporations, Wally himself, the protagonist, has no negative viewpoint of humans. He yeah. sees everything a part of Earth as wondrous and beautiful and fun, and he wants to collect it. And I super, super love that. Um, so I wish I could describe his home better, but it's very tiny, and it is just loads of shelves and is messy to the brim. Um also it it's cozy um he's got like christmas lights all over it that he turns on um it's it's also his safe haven because it can close the the back of the truck can close and like there's these giant um dust storms that go like roll over the planet and fucking destroy everything 
Um, and so he can go inside of his happy little truck and avoid it. Um, he also I do is have... friends with a cockroach, I remember. He also is friends with a cockroach, and that's the best thing ever. It's the it re- best. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Me and Joe have ranted so many times about um, comical or side pets in animated movies and how useless they are. But the cockroach, yeah. he's one of the best pets in a in a movie. Like, oh, yeah. He, he's great. Yeah, because, um, like, the whole... Like, the whole deal with the cockroach is Wally is so concerned for this cockroach's well-being, and also it's a cockroach, it's almost certainly gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, it just works. It, it works, it's perfect, it, you know, it's that, that whole theory about um, cockroaches can outstand anything, or withstand mm-hmm. anything. Um, and you know, also, tiny little rant, like, most, most animals in animated movies like side animals they're just there to be cute to attract kids to see the movie like they're yeah, just there to be in the trailer later. yeah to yeah. to sell merchandise but yeah, you can't sell merchandise of a cockroach you know no i mean i <laughs> would i have maybe bought if they sold it a wally cockroach plushie maybe yes maybe, maybe so if it was in a twinkie yes if it in was a in a twinkie, twinkie. yes for sure yes absolutely <laughs> Um, so real quick, fun fact about the Wally truck. The truck contains about 1,000 unique props, which a team of five modelers and five shading artists took over a month to create. So it's which a lot so, of stuff. That's so wild to me, considering how little of the movie there is spent on the truck. And how little of the room you actually get to, like, see and examine. Yeah, it, apparently there used to be on an old website, which is why I was trying to, like, look through the Wayback Machine, but I couldn't find it. Like, on the old official Wally website, there used to be, like, a literal, like, look-through view of the entire truck. And you got to go inside and, like, interact with the shelves and, like, oh my God. actually see everything. Holy and uh, Wish I saw it. Wish that it still existed. Um, I do have a 3D set fly through if you want to look at oh. it with me. It's just a minute long. Sure. Why not? Just yeah. just to remember what it looks like. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Shoy, yeah, shoy, okay. Shoy. Yeah, Whatever. Well, all right. Yeah, shoy. Well, all right. First <laughs> And also, while this is playing, like... It's so eerie seeing this world without any background music because we like always have oh, yeah. some silly cute music playing and it is so much more morbid with no music. But there are the sound effects. Okay, I see flamingos. I see traffic cones. I see a globe that is a basketball. A little piano accordion. There's a lot of fucking stuff in this room. Mm-hmm. Piggy bank. Little pink teddy bear, a globe that is a globe. Piles of car batteries. <laughs> so that's what it looks like. Um, Wally's home. I don't know. It's it's the most character I've seen in somebody's home ever. Like you know, it's it shows I mean, how unbelievably lonely he is. <laughs> yeah, and like also the like. You know, like, not only how lonely he is, but also, like, like, this 
truck is not supposed to be a home. It's supposed to be a recharging station and a thing that moves the robots from place to place. Mm-hmm. And Wally converting it into something that reflects his, in a way, his own humanity, right? Of like, yeah. his interest. Of what he's literally programmed for. <laughs> right. Of like, literally, like, like, him being like, ah, in all of this trash that I am, in, uh, that I am scooping up, this thing is weird. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in my house. Like, yeah. it's very personal. And there is this, like, you know, I mean, like, we can definitely talk about how, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a little wild how there's over a thousand objects in that room. But also, you know, on a very real level, uh, it, it, you know, even though this idea maybe could have communicated, be communicated with uh, a little bit less production, because I just keep thinking about the animators having to do, do all that in a month. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, like, it does definitely show a little, like, there's a little story with each one of those objects. Yeah. And you can, like, notice little things and be like, oh, that little ice cream, plastic ice cream cone. Like, you know, what does Wally think about this object? What does Wally, like, what drew him to it? You know? Yeah. You know, what's what's the story that it's had getting up to this point in time? The humanity that, like, created it and used it and cared for it and then now they're all gone and those objects still mean something to this little robot right yeah it's i want to i want to talk about two things which uh just sprung up in my head the first thing being um it it it's also impressive how much of it still works like wally's carefulness and care that he puts into these items like, there are things literally from the 80s. Like, there's a Pong game that mm-hmm. still works. Um, and it just shows, like, Wally is not only curious and full of love, but also very careful. Not necessarily organized, even though he does like to classify things in weird ways. Um, he, you know, he's very careful with this stuff. Like, he doesn't like messing with it. And um, there's lots of points of that in the movie. Um, and then the other point of, like, I read in an, also in an interview that um, when they were creating these items, they um, they originally were planning on making a lot of just gag items, you know, like the basketball in a globe thing. But then um, they kind of changed gears into making things that Wally would personally want to collect instead sure. and what intrigued him. And I really like that. I like that, you know, there is a lot of heart and thought put into the things. Like, even though it is junk, it's also specific junk that a robot loves. And ah, I just, I really love that so much meaning can withstand time for so long. Like, something that, like, I just love the concept that, even though this is a fake fictional movie, I love the concept that something in the room I'm in right now could potentially be adored by a robot thousands of years later (laughs) right i mean like i do get real fascinated by um the sort of like 
the stories of objects. Yeah. Uh, I ended up having like a whole ass long discussion with Miles about this uh, on, on Arcus at one point, because like just the idea of like objects having history and significance that you can like, even if you don't know the story or know where something's been or whatever, you can feel a kind of gravity, a weight coming from it. You can notice things about it. You can like recognize it as a unique thing. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, like in the world that I would like to exist in the world that I hope we are working towards the sort of production of these objects will slow or stop in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. that we won't, you know, be overproducing. We won't be making, you know, commercialized knickknacks and, you know, like we'll focus our productive ability on, you know, things that genuinely and directly help and benefit people. But also, you know, the objects created by capitalism will still exist and will still have meaning, even if I don't want there to be any more of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm also realizing that we kind of touched this subject when I brought my Tomb Raider thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But it, it's different, because yeah. back then, it was more about the fascination of ancient civilizations, but this is more this is more like us now, um, thinking about the future, and also, right. like, the, the love part of it. Right, because, like, like, I mean, that's the fucking thing, right? Is that, like, you know, with objects uncovered by anthropology, and, you know, like, things from hundreds or thousands of years ago, from... Uh, civilizations likely unfortunately destroyed by colonialism uh the like those objects aren't just like in a very real way you know you can connect the emotional weight of those objects and the emotional weight of objects that we have and use today of like there is that emotional connection holding you know something that has been around for thousands of years holding it and connecting yourself to the people who created it and loved it and held on to it and held it before and the feelings that they must have had with it. And like, also it is like, you know, comforting of like, you know, that humans have been making fun kind of useless objects forever. I mean, a lot of things are just like, are dug up or just like, you know, little dildos or i was gonna say children's toys which is also yeah. you know but dildos were certainly uh people have also been dildos e- for a long time not even dildos but just penises like yeah they lots just like making penises loved making penises um but this is like, not a kid-friendly episode how how much are you bleeping dildo i need to know i can't bleep dildo do i I don't. I don't know. This will be a confusing I, topic. Whatever. It, it, the uh, the bleeping out bit has sort of immediately become irrelevant. Um, uh, but like 
Yeah, no, I mean, like, literally, like, there has always been this, like, connection to objects and to, uh, you know, to be able to continue kind of the legacy of objects, to be able to continue being able to have that emotional connection and fascination with the world and the things that are in it, like... And a sort of, like, love for the parts of people's soul that they put into the objects that they make, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Energy yeah. cannot be destroyed. It's gonna, it's, it goes into your love, love things. Yeah. Items. But seriously, we need to stop making most things. Yeah. Let's just stop making most things. We've got so many things. We've got lots of stuff things. Yeah, we can we can just hold on to and repair and maintain the things we do have. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's my thing. What's um, your thing? What's your thing? Oh, my thing. Well, we always somehow end up having like serendipity between our things. It's very fun. Yeah. Your, your thing was a room. My thing is many rooms. Oh, many rooms. That you trying to top me? Ah, <laughs> uh, could never, could never. Uh this so correct me if I'm wrong, we have never done a board game thing. We have not. We've never done a board game thing. So this is our first board game thing. Uh, very simply, uh, not a lot of lead up here. The, uh, thing that I want to talk about today is the room tiles in Betrayal at House on the Hill. Oh, is that the game that we tried playing for one of your streams? Uh, yes. And then it ended up with all of our characters getting into a fist fight. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> and no one could beat me in the fix f- fist fight, so I became the raid boss. It was a yeah. great stream. I loved that. Yeah, that was uh, a good stream. Uh, I I you can maybe hear that I have the tiles in front of me right <gasps> oh now. Oh my gosh! That's what I had to grab before the recording, Amy. Four D experience is, is is my copy of the board game Betrayal at House. On, this is upside down. Nobody can see. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. So you too can grab your copy of the board game and experience the virtual uh, tiles with us. Yes. So uh, this uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill is probably my favorite board game. It's an exceptionally yeah. good board game. The concept of it being is that you play as different, you know, pre-assigned characters. They all have uh, their, like, skills and things they're best at and, you know, stuff like that. It's fairly simple. Uh, And you move through a house, and as you explore the house, you uncover more rooms in this mansion-style house. And you get items, and you get omens, and spooky shit happens. Uh, And then... At a certain point in the game, it is different in every game, uh, the game switches from a collaborative exploration game to a competitive betrayal, where one of the characters, sometimes more, sometimes less, becomes the antagonist, and the rules of the game change. 
Oh, ho, 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 ho. Now, honestly, I could, I could do a whole thing about the different traitor scenarios, but honestly, I kind of don't want to because I haven't seen all of them and I don't want to be <laughs> spoiled on them. It's like, yeah. like part of the fun of the game is just exploring and seeing new shit. So today, instead, I want to talk about the rooms. As you explore the house in Betrayal at House on the Hill, you will uncover many rooms. There are from the basement to the ground floor to the attic to the to the upper landing area. The attic is only in the expansion. Anyway, I have the expansion. It's called Widow's Walk. So, uh, this, uh, is literally, I am just going to, how I'm going to do this is I have in front of me a stack of the room tiles and I am just going to pull from the top as you would in the game. And we are going to discuss each room as it comes up. Okay. So uh, let's start off. Oh, very simply the laundry room. Oh, this is a fairly... where you put the clothes. Yeah, this is a fairly normal room, a laundry room, you know. Uh, you can, uh, oh, that's fun. In this room, you can, like, when you end your turn there, you can recycle your items, essentially, and swap out an item card for one in the in the deck. That's fun. That's a funny thing. Yeah, that's a fun little thing. Um, this laundry room is so completely covered in clothes... There's just a massive, gigantic pile of clothes right yeah. in the corner of the room. It is so ridiculous. What is that? That ironing board is doing them no good. <laughs> well, we going from a normal room to a slightly unusual room, the dungeon. Oh, yeah. Don't you have a dungeon in your apartment? Uh. Technically, I call my office the dungeon, so yes. Oh, okay. Um, um, joking aside, literally, we have, like, we're supposed to have storage units in the uh-huh. basement of our apartment, um, and me and Joe were going to get one of the storage units, and we went down there, and it was literally just like a Resident Evil level, and it was <laughs> like... Every door was broken in some way, oh and it was God. pitch black, and just... Sh- crap everywhere and spider webs and so yeah holy shit holy we didn't pay for that (laughs) no i wouldn't either um yeah the 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 sort of main thing is that this dungeon has a main room and then a little and the little sliver of a of a cell and there is a figure that is lying under a, a a tarp oh but we don't know what kind of figure it is it looks human could be a um a dog i i Long dog. <laughs> hey, here's another extremely normal room. A cave? Oh, yeah. You know how do you just sometimes you have a room that's a cave? Yeah, the man, the man cave, you know? Uh-huh. It is a cave with rocks and stuff in it. It still does have four wooden doors with <laughs> with frames. <laughs> it's very fun. Um, I just thought of... Um, the far side a, a, a comic for the far side and it's and it's a caveman um um sitting in a deep part of a cave and his wife is talking to a, another cave woman and saying oh there goes dave again into his man cave 
You're right. That is a far side comic and that it's not funny. <laughs> Next up, we have the gardens. This plural. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why it's plural, but this is just like a nice garden. There's nothing spooky going on. There's just some flowers and some bushes. It's just it's just a nice garden with a path and there's a nice stone bench. Aww. That's just um, nice. I bought some um I bought some flowers a, a couple weeks ago and they already died. That's how flowers do. Next up is the storm cellar. What do you keep in there? A treasure chest, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, you know, where your where your house floods? Keep uh-huh. your valuables in there. Yeah. How about a furnace room? Oh. Yeah. Do you want to go into the furnace room of the spooky haunted mansion? I feel like it's hot in there. Oh, it's definitely hot in there. Okay, now we're now we're circling back around. Now it's normal again. The patio. Okay. This is just a patio. This is this is a normal patio. Um, isn't there like isn't okay, I'm I'm trying to make make up a really shitty joke. Um uh-huh. isn't the word pad patty Using like in like Irish. What the fuck are you talking about? Because I wanna, I wanna be like, what's a what's a a, a, a leprechaun's favorite place to sit? Okay, the so patio. So now, so not only are you using a word you don't know what it is, you're <laughs> also doing the most obvious Irish joke you could possibly do. Yeah, I'm here all week. You certainly are. Uh, Amy, I love you. You are one of my best friends. Some crimes cannot be forgiven. What's next? Where the are we ca- moving the, to? The chasm. Oh, yeah? It's a it's a bottomless pit with a rickety wooden bridge. Ah, oh. you know when you bring your date home and they leave before crossing the chasm? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, you bring it bring in, you know, like uh I thought we were gonna get to to fifth base, which is crossing the chasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh well beyond the chasm is the crypt. Oh okay. The it's vibing got, room. Yeah, it's got coffins, it's got a shovel. And you know what? It does have a broom for keeping the place tidy from all of the grave dirt. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, here we go. How about uh, t- we're really touring around the basement. I want. I might want to shuffle this. <laughs> uh, the wine cellar. Oh, so there's the storm cellar and the wine cellar. They really planned ahead because this wine cellar has a drain right in the middle of it. Oh, for the storm. For the for the wine, I would assume. Oh. <laughs> The storm cellar isn't directly underneath the wine cellar. It might be. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, oh, he- here's a here's a good one. Here's a good one. The Mystic Elevator. Yay! Willy Wonka! Willy Wonka! It really is, because this elevator can take you to any floor uh, and any room in the house. Well, you really don't seem enthused by the fact that I was confirming that it is the Willy Wonka elevator. <laughs> Somehow I knew, I guess. I guess so. All right. I guess fuck the Mystic Elevator. All right. Next up. Willy Wonka. Uh, the storeroom. 
What oh, so that's that's what that's what the storm um that's what the storm storm floor is before. before we're moving it. on. <laughs> okay, we're we're you know we're more or less we're back from the mystic elevator. We're back in normal ter- territory. This is the library. Oh, the library where I keep my books. There's a lot of books. There's a lot of books. There's also a nice fireplace. Uh, and um, kind of extremely tacky. There's some um, antlers hanging above the fireplace. Ah. Uh. Uh, you know, you, do you know how every home has a chapel? Yeah, you know, when you need to get a quick marriage done. Yeah, absolutely. I wish that the description of this room was once per game you can get married in here. <laughs> uh, the, wow, the attic, the attic is the next room. It's not finished. It's oh. not finished. Yeah, that's not done at all. So there's only like five planks of wood there. Yeah. It's really just like, yeah, there's six planks of wood and a and a window frame that hasn't been installed yet. It's you know, like, they paid so much for this house already. You might as well fucking throw in a couple thousand bucks to finish the goddamn attic. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, uh, well, next up, we do have the servants' quarters. Oh. So we do know that butlers are here. Yeah. I wonder if there's a scenario, a traitor scenario, where it's a haunted butler. Because oh, yeah. they should win in that case, I think. <laughs> yes. Uh, this place also has a gym. It's also got okay. a gym. Where the servants work out. For sure. It also has a research laboratory. Yeah, for the um, wine. Yeah, right next to the gym. Uh, you go from the gym to the research laboratory uh, where they're researching all of the best ways to ferment blood into wine. Yeah. Surely. Surely. There's got to be, like, a butcher room, right? Almost certainly. I mean, there's a larder. I don't know what that is. It's for storing lard. Ha! See, this is my first red flag. The crypt, fine. Whatever. (laughs) You really need a whole room for lard. You need a whole room for lard. I mean, well, you know what? It does make sense because we're right next to the kitchen. Oh, how many fridges are there? How many fridges are there in the kitchen? I think just one. Good. Yeah. Uh, how about right next to the kitchen? We're moving throughout the house. I'm giving you a, a, my uh, realtor's tour. Mm-hmm. Right next to the kitchen, we have the arsenal. Oh, the it's so, got yeah. it's got guns and swords mm-hmm. uh, and so many guns and mortar shells and a huge ass sea mine. Huh, that is really big. How'd you even get that through the fucking door? They built the house around it. <laughs> they probably did, honestly. They lowered it in from the ceiling. <laughs> uh, you have Well, for, to get from the kitchen to the dining room, you do have to go through the arsenal. Next up is the dining room. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, like, working out. I'm liking this. Yeah. Uh, next to the dining room, we have the ballroom, and someone has smashed a record on the floor. That's disrespectful. Uh-oh. Didn't like, uh, Opa Gangnam style. Yeah. You know how, uh, just, like, sometimes you have a room that's abandoned? Oh. This is the abandoned room. Oh. Jimmy used to live here. It's just got a big rug and a radiator. <laughs> and what appears to be an ashtray with cigarettes. 
So somebody's been smoking in here. Mm-hmm. Somebody's been smoking in the abandoned room. Uh, we've got, again, fairly normal, the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got so many. You're going to have to tell me when to stop, by the way. I'm having so much fun. Great. We're going to keep, we're gonna keep going for a while. So right next to the master, bel- uh, master bedroom, we have the balcony. Oh, to push the master from. Yes, absolutely. Ideal. Uh, we're doing a worker's revolt. Uh, we're taking over the entire house. And you know what? I'm, you know, really, really happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right, you know, r- this actually works out really well because right across from the master bedroom, you go across the balcony and then there's the bedroom. <laughs> you got you got a good view of the master. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we go into the study. Ah, uh, really? You, can, you need, you need a library and a research room and a study. You can't just absolutely. do. Just absolutely. imagine like you, you've, you got your book from your library and you have to take like seven flights of stairs just to put the book on a table and study it. <laughs> well, see, but th- that's the how the house is organized because you go through the kitchen. So you get a snack on the way to your study. Yeah, go through the kitchen, then go through the arsenal to get your sword, then go yeah. through the dining room. Then go to your bedroom to take a nap, then go to the other bedroom to take a different nap. Then go to the abandoned room to the- question your existence. Then go to the organ room. To bang oh, okay. Out some tunes. I was about to say organ. Okay, hang on a second. You, we already have a stupid cathedral. We really needed a whole room just for the organ. This is Beauty and the Beast house. This is Beauty and, and the Beast house. Yeah. Uh, the Beauty and the Beast house famously has an underground lake. That's <gasps> an important water the, feature. This is the Phantom of the Opera. And this is every spooky house that there has ever been. I want uh, a mansion, but I don't want to live in it. I just want to explore a mansion, you know? Sure, yeah. Uh, so we have that, that beautiful water feature with the underground lake. The floor is a little broken, but Wet. you know what? That's fine. Uh, and that leads into the uh, wonderful pentagram chamber. Now, what's a pentagram? Oh, like uh, like summoning Satan pentagram? Yeah, that kind of pentagram. Can't you just do that in your study, dude? I swear. Come on. Um, I know, I know. And that leads right into the catacombs. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, you might as well just put the catacombs next to the crypt. You're wasting so much. You're, yeah, At least honestly, they're getting their their steps in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, heading back upstairs for a moment, because we've talked about the water feature, we've gotten into the basement a little bit. You know, there's also, uh, very importantly, there's a drawing room. For, like, drawing art? Uh, a drawing room is literally just a place to hang out and drink tea. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the... it's really, it's re- it's really nothing. It's that like, can stay. Yeah. I guess. There, there is a panic room. Right next to the hangout room, you know, yeah. when your friends, when your friends are a little freaked out by your crypts and your catacombs and your abandoned rooms and your lard room, that then they can head on down to yeah. the panic room. Absolutely, which is conveniently located right next to the locked room. <laughs> you get to scream, and then you get to go in this room, and you don't get to come out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which, you know, it's a little annoying that in order to get to the sewing room, you have to go through the locked room. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Poor yeah. grandma. Yeah. It appears to be making a very nice dress. So, you know, things are going well there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up, oh well, you know what? Like it's it's so fun because right next to the sewing room, you you walk through the door and you fall down the coal chute. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make sense having that connected to the furnace. You know, it, no, not you at all. Use a lot of coal when you sew. Yeah, which will lead you right into the menagerie. Uh, what's the menagerie? I don't know, but there's cages and hay, and there's a some bones. Oh, okay. So might be for some animals. Might be for some something else. Something else. Oh, but coal. you know what? Going through the menagerie and you arrive at the theater. Oh, the we fi- theater. We finally arrived at the home theater of the house. <laughs> A very important room for any lavish oh, individual. So many things to go through. Mm-hmm. And then right by that is the nursery. Very safe for the baby. Oh, baby's going to hear a lot of movies. Going to hear a lot of movies. And in order to get up and down, you have to go through the coal chute. So yeah, be careful. Uh but you know what? The baby will get to play right, ne- right next door with a treehouse. Yay! See, we care. Yeah. The treehouse has a sniper rifle in it. Damn it. So that's not exactly safe, but you know what? How many more are there? <laughs> See, now, now you, let, let me just count. Let me just count for you. Yeah. Count, please. I told you to cut me off. I know. Now I'm I'm thinking about it. There are 18 left. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So Holy shit. I know there's a lot of rooms. And we've gone through That's most of them, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Uh go through the statuary corridor. <laughs> it's You must. That. It's called that because it has statues in it, I guess. Oh, I thought that meant like it's a statue like you you are required to go through mm-hmm. this corridor. Yeah, you you must though to get to the graveyard. Yeah. That's you know what? That's what the rifle is looking over to to stop any zombies yeah. from rising yeah, up. Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah. And if you turn to your left, you'll get into the charred room. <laughs> Yeah, they burn the bodies and then they put them in the graveyard. Yeah. All right. We've got several more to go through. And frankly, I kind of do just want to get through these last ones because. Okay, let's just run through all of them super fast. Okay. Going from the uh, the charred room to the vault. Okay. Money. Off to the dusty hallway. (laughs) It'll never be dusted. Never be dusted. Uh, leads right into the junk room, so that makes sense. God, what what an asshole. They have a whole room for junk, right next to the game room, <laughs> which has a whole uh, bearskin rug, which is obnoxious. Have you not played bearskin rug board game? There probably is a board game based off of bearskin rugs. I'm sure of it. There's board games mm-hmm. for fucking everything. Next up is the conservatory, which I, I don't... I, I don't know you what look that at the is. Stars, though. right? Yeah, I, no, that's an observatory. Oh, I think this is for plants, maybe. Oh, okay. It's it's taken this long, but we have finally made it to the bathroom. Oh God, we've had to pee for so long. Had to pee for so fucking long. There's only one bathroom in this bitch house. There's only one fucking bathroom, and there it seems to be a, a tiny bit bloodstained. Hmm. Periods, you know. You know, it's it just happens, you know, like, you know, there's a 
It's it's really annoying. Like if you need a pad, you need to run through all of these rooms. It's like a total pain in the ass. Um, uh, next up, we have the tower. Okay. Which leads to the solarium. Which is a place to sit in the sun. It looks like. Okay. Can't go outside. Going to the rookery, which, which is... is a place for birds to hang out. Ah. Which leads gotta to have the a cre- bird room. <laughs> which leads to the creaky hallway. Yeah. This hallway is always creaked. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, which uh, will uh, get you to the gallery. Okay. Which um, I'm not noticing any paintings in it. Oh, I don't. I think it's a gallery overlooking a ballroom. Oh, okay. Which uh, will lead you right to the operating laboratory. Yeah. So far away from the research laboratory. It's kind yeah, of annoying. But it is close to the bathroom. So. It's close to the bathroom, which is very important. Which will lead you right to the collapsed room. Yeah. Right below the attic, you know? Right below the attic, where you will fall directly into our final room of this house tour. The bloody room. Yay! Bloody room, bloody room, bloody room. Bloody room. Um, so this house uh, starts at um, $6 million. <laughs> um, yeah, so- you're free to take a tour, but we will kill you at the end of the tour. Mm-hmm. Well, that it ends in the bloody room. So, of course, uh, it starts off in the laundry room. This is a fun tour. Yeah, that's where the front door entrance is, too. Yeah, absolutely. The front door leads into the laundry room. Absolutely. Gosh, could you imagine? I wish like real life was a video game and we could just build this house and walk through it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, holy shit. So yeah. Thanks for yeah. Thanks uh, for giving that the, those funny little rooms to me. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to get through all of them, but I'm glad that we did. It's fun. There's so many. I can see why. It's so excited to play that game because there's so many dang possibilities. Yeah, and the house layout is different every time, and it's fun to joke around about like, oh, the the graveyard is right next to the bathroom. All right, you know, like that's yeah. just, that's just fun. It's like fun to like create like a narrative of like what the what the the house that you are exploring in your version of the game as you are exploring the house for for you know that play session of like. You know, what is the fiction of this house? You know, yeah. that's, it's always yeah. fun. What's like, going on with this mad scientist? Yeah. Uh, and like, honestly, I mean, this is, this is one of my favorite games because it like, it really captures that like exploration and that feeling of like this house being a unique horror show, like, Mm-hmm. It's it's really able to, like, tell a very fun story. And the fun thing is, is that the scenarios that the you go into in the betrayal phase of the game are determined partially by what room you're in when it happens. Mm-hmm. So the... Uh, the story of the uh, house can really develop into the scenario that you end up going into. And so it's like, it's really fun to be able to have this like, oh, we're going in our little unique horror story that starts with us walking into a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's a very fun time. It's a very fun game. I would highly recommend this game to anybody who... Uh, 
wants to play board games for any reason. Yeah, I would really actually like to play this game for real. Because the last time we played it, we really did just have a fist fight, um, yeah. which was cool. But yeah, I want to play it for real. Yeah, we really we really goofed it up. Uh, yeah, and like I I would I would really love to to play it for real with you. I'm down. Hell yeah. Thank you for listening to Enchanting Aspects. The moral of the story is um, the houses of the- <laughs> tell a story. The ho- people's homes tell a story about the- who they are as a, per- as, as a person or a robot. And you can have one tiny room with a bunch of shit in it or a million rooms with lots of blood in it. Uh-huh. It tells you, each tells you a unique story. Honestly, Amy, I really love that. That's a great, that's a great moral, this episode. I connected it! You connected the dots! Uh, you can, um, join our Patreon, patreon.com slash artdegaspects, where, uh, we can read your name at the beginning of the episode, or you can join our Discord! Um, and sometimes get some extra content. Um, our Twitter is at EnchantingPod. You can please give us a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. Um, that's all for now, folks. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. Bye! Bye! Hey, what's up? It's me, Wally. Welcome to my crib. Um, so here in this first room, we've got a, um, this is called the battery room. It's just a room full of car batteries, and then we go on to the right, and we've got a room full of, uh, dirt- uh, my cockroach lives in this room. And then next over, we go down this hall and go down a couple of, you know, rooms full of blood. And then we get down to the room with, um, one Barbie doll leg in it. Alright, now that you're in my house, I am gonna have to kill you. Thanks for, thanks you MTV.